Hey everyone, thank you for joining me today as we make our way through the strange Paradiso. I want to start off today with um, a question that many people that I know have been asking me about, and that is about the drama that seems to be taking place with someone who is pretty well known in the paranormal field, who has a uh, TV show. I don't want to say this person's name, but his initials are ZB. Apparently, there seems to be some sort of drama unfolding with this person and some of his um, ex-co-workers and other people who... um, he has worked with in the past. So what's being said about this guy is that, (laughs) I mean, all in all, what's being said about him is that he's an asshat, okay? Well, (laughs) it's like this. I don't know this person, but um, it doesn't take much to realize that the things that are being said about him are probably true. I mean, the percentage is probably about 99% true, I'm thinking, about um, what these people are saying about him. Well, for one thing, I recently learned that one of the co-stars of the show that is no longer on there and who's actually been off the show for a while now was actually the creator of the show. See, I had no idea about that. I always thought that Z was the creator and, um, you know, he's the one who thought of the whole thing. But apparently, it's uh, someone who played a lesser role as far as what we saw in the TV show. I'm not saying that he played a lesser role as far as investigating and things like this, but in the show... He wasn't what I would call the star of the show. Maybe because he didn't talk as much and as loud and um, so on, you know, because the the person who I thought was the star was actually pretty um, dramatic in some of the things that he would do, you know, and, and, uh, and say. But anyways, I really don't know what else to say besides... I, I'm going to, now this is just me personally, because I don't know this person, but my thoughts are that I'm thinking that the things that are being said about him are probably true. Like I said, probably about 99.9% of what's being said is probably true. Why it took so long to come out and what was the catalyst? I don't know. Because let me see, this show has been on probably more than 10 years, I know. And um, not only that, but it seems to me that um, this person has, um, I don't know what you call it, become a little eccentric in the way that he is like buying these haunted houses and uh, has something called the dungeon where he has all of these haunted artifacts and relics and things like this. So um, maybe that is also one of the reasons why people are saying that he is a, you know, not a 
really too cool of a person is because of his um, eccentric, I can't say the word, because he's eccentric, probably bought, brought on by fame and um, some other things. I mean, I really can't say. All I can do is look and see what people have been saying. And um, so my judgment of this person you know, I'm, I'm not here to judge, but my uh, assessment of this person, once again, I'm going to say that most of the things that others are saying about him in the negative are probably true. And it also now, I, I can't 100% say that he's at fault, but also with the fame and with maybe the success of this individual could also be bringing about maybe a little bit of um, envy, a little bit of, oh, now we're going to call him out because no matter what, we have to admit that this person has been very successful in this endeavor, okay? So you might ask yourself, well, if this um, person, the creator of the show, didn't like what was happening and so on. Why didn't he go and um, like shut down the show? Because maybe he would have uh, been the one that thought of the name and so on. And maybe there was no copyright either. Maybe he didn't have any type of um, way of doing that. Because let's face it, a lot of times when you start off doing something with some of your buddies and some of your friends, I mean, things can go south in a way that you never would have imagined. People can change in ways that you never imagined. So in the past, you may have not have felt like you had to protect yourself or your any type of creativity, you know, your creative rights and things like this. So it could have been one of those type of situations as well. We have to um, take a look at all sides. And uh, if you, I mean, if this person really is, <laughs> I don't know why I just like that word asshat, but if he really is like that, okay, it took this long to come out perhaps because things have been brewing and boiling and now because he, he's still on, okay? He's still out there. He's still on. No matter if we find him annoying or not. He has been very successful. And so maybe it just came to the breaking point. Now they're just uh, decided to speak out like um, sour grapes, okay? I think that's what it's called when people turn like that. It's uh, sour grapes. Anyways, that's one of the reasons why I um, do things by myself. <clears throat> Any type of... Um, creative endeavor that I decide to go into and do, I do it by myself. I would not mind because one of my friends and I, we're planning on doing a show together like once a week or something like that. So that's different though, because there is no type of um, finance involved in this. But maybe if there were, I mean, if I was going to have a TV show or something like that, I would have to um, legally protect myself and protect any type of uh, creative rights that I would have. I'm not trying to take anything else away from anyone else, but as far as for myself, my own writings, my own uh, whatever it is that I have to contribute. 
I know that a lot of people don't like to look at things like that, especially when it comes to really good friends and uh, family and so on. But I also, this is just me now, guys, okay? I'm not saying that this is for everyone, but I also don't, don't feel that going into any type of a business venture with really good friends or family is necessarily a good idea because things like this can happen then your i mean friendships have been destroyed families have been separated by things like this okay especially once again when finances are involved that can ruin long-term friendships okay as well as um it has actually ruined uh, families. Okay, so that is um, really all I have to say about this new uh, drama, what's going on right now. All right, now, we have been speaking about maybe some of the things people are going to or have experienced now that they have been shut in to their houses, in cabins, and so on, up in the San Bernardino mountain areas, and because they cannot get out because of the snow, have they been trapped for, I mean, 10 days and things like this, and how um, my own belief was that people are going to not necessarily encounter things face-to-face, but maybe experience things that... uh, wouldn't they wouldn't otherwise okay now that they've been up there pretty much trapped so one thing that was brought to my attention are sounds that have been reported people have heard while they were trapped up in the snowfall in the San Bernardino Mountains now I can't say exactly where this happened because there are many places up there. You know, there's Arrowhead, there's Big Bear, there's Crestline. I mean, there are a lot of areas that have been snowed in. So what I have um, been made aware of are people who say that they heard sounds like there would be no one, all right? There was no one outside in those frigid temperatures in blizzard conditions where people couldn't even get out of their houses unless they chose to maybe go out a top floor window and things like this. Otherwise, who would want to be out there? So this is after midnight. When the snow is falling, there is a quiet muffled type of sound that um, that's the only way I can describe it. So it's not like there's any type of echo. It's a um, it's a strange, well, to me, because I'm not a, a snow person, you know, I don't really enjoy the cold weather and things like that. But I do recall the way that it would muffle some of the sound. And uh, to me, that is the sound that snow makes. So they have reported hearing something that sounded like a cross between someone making a screeching noise and like laughing like a hyena. If you 
don't know what a hyena sounds like, I mean, it's very easy to go and find that like on YouTube or anywhere. But it wasn't just the hyena laugh alone. It was a screeching sound also that has been reported. As well as it sounded like it would be getting closer. It would happen at an interval. Maybe every so every 30 seconds or so. It would sound like it was coming closer and then it would sound like it was getting further away until they couldn't but barely hear it. But they could still slightly hear it as if it was moving away. People are saying there is no way it could have been any type of animal like that because in the first place, those type of animals are not in these areas And it could not have been a person because there was no one out there. These people looked out their windows as best they could. They could see nothing. I mean, they were pretty much trapped. So what this was, we have no idea. But I'm going to tell you, even at night when it's raining really hard, you're not expecting to hear people outside either. I mean, unless an emergency, you got to change your tire or something out there, but it's not like it's a any type of recreational time to be out there, especially after midnight in blizzard conditions up in the mountains where people couldn't even come out of their houses. They couldn't even go to the stores to get supplies. So truckers couldn't even get up there to take supplies. So how in the world would somebody be out there doing this or pranking people? This is just, um, there's no explanation for it. All right. So there have also been some sightings of strange lights in the mountains. Now these people, once again, who have been in their houses unable to leave. And if they are able to leave, why would you? Because there's really nothing you can do. You couldn't get down off that mountain. So there have actually been some strange light anomalies that have been reported. People seeing lights moving about that are like not too far off of the top of wherever the snow was. So if the snowfall was say 8 feet, these lights would be maybe about four feet off of that. So they weren't like way up in the sky and they would look like they were dancing, like they were playing with each other. Like if you would see like fireflies, you know, in the summertime at night. So these lights looked like they were dancing and just like playing around. So what these are, once again, We have no idea. Now, this is all preliminary, okay? These are just some things that have been reported by a few people. We haven't got anywhere near what I believe is getting ready to happen as far as people reporting strange things up there that they have seen, heard, or encountered. I believe that we're going to have quite a bit of it 
once they are able to um, get get their stuff together. I mean, they've got a lot of things to think about. People still trying to dig out. People still trying to take snow off of their the roof of their houses so that their roofs don't collapse and things like this. So they've got a lot more to deal with than just um, coming and reporting these things. So that's why I believe it's going to take a little bit of time before we know, you know, at least, I mean, I know there are going to be many stories, okay, and many things to discuss about this. The next thing that I want to tell you guys about is um, this was a report made by someone who lives in a um, a city not too far from where I am. I don't believe it's in the same county that I live in, but it's not too far anyways from where I am. So anyways, um, what happened was she was um, awakened at night by something, like sounded like a whistle. And not a whistle that somebody makes, you know, somebody's whistling, sounded like somebody had a whistle. Like one of those little things that maybe the coach uses, you know, at PE or whatever it is, one of those type. She said she heard it and it woke her up. When she woke up, she got up and then she looked out the window. When she looked out her window on the fence, she saw something. She said at first, it looked like the outline of like an alligator or something like that. But upon closer inspection, as she stood there looking, she realized that it was a human form. So what this looked like to her is like it was dark, like it was something that was wearing dark clothing, but it had arms and legs like a person. It was stuck or looked stuck on her fence as if it was on suction cups. So that's why at first she thought it looked like an alligator or a crocodile or something like that. It was just on the fence. So she turned the lights on and the thing didn't move. Well, she thought that looks like a person. I don't know how this person is up there, but um, it looks like it's stuck up there. So she called the police. The police came. They went in the yard. They approached that thing. The thing then swiftly, in the blink of an eye, climbed or like slithered up the fence and looked like it slithered to the other side. So it went like up and over. Now, these people who approached this thing, whatever it was, ran away from it. Like, ugh, what was that? No one knows what it was. It was not a person. They said that distinctly. It was not a person. They don't know what it was. It was in a human form, but a person would not be able to do that. In the first place, it was just 
stuck on the fence, then it just, like if it was made of jelly, went up and over. The bend of it was like jelly, the way it moved, and it moved quickly. So after they were, I mean, can you imagine seeing something like that and you're like pretty close to it? So after they got their bearings together and then they approached the fence once more and actually looked over to the other side of the fence to look for this thing where it went because no one else, they didn't see it go anywhere else. And there was nothing there. So... There was um, nothing said about this. I mean, as far as taking any paperwork, doing anything, like, no. Because who wants to um, actually go and talk about something that you saw like this when you went out to go and investigate? Who wants to say, oh, yeah, well, we saw this thing. It looked like it was made out of black jelly and it just crawled over to the other side of the fence. We don't know where it went. Now... This is as far as I know, okay? And as far as she knows. She said nothing else was said. We don't know what it was. Um, and that's pretty much that. So uh, I don't know what that could have been, guys. There are a lot of um, very strange things that are going on right now, Um very strange encounters and people who have never seen anything before in their lives are having experiences and um, having a lot of uh, activity. The other thing that happened recently, okay, well, this didn't happen recently. I take that back. But this was reported or spoken about recently. So I'm going to call this guy Jerry, okay? So, Jerry says that when he gets off work and he gets home, it's like after midnight. He gets home maybe about 3 a.m., all right? So, he's home very early in the morning from, from uh, where he works. So, when he gets home, he'll usually, like, fix himself a little snack, go take his shower, come back out, eat his snack. Jerry lives alone. Jerry does not have children living with him. He has no pets. So he did the same thing that he does every night that he works. He got his stuff out. He fixed his little snack. He went to go take a shower. He came back out to eat his snack. So what happened to him is that when he did his little ritual. Okay, there's his snack. He comes back out. He's in the kitchen. He's going to now get his snack. We'll sit at the table. He notices that there is a piece of bacon, a full piece of bacon, okay, on a paper plate on the stove. Jerry did not make any bacon. There was no bacon on the stove on a paper plate at any time. That he was in the kitchen. When he left for work, when he came home from work, there was no bacon. But yet, there it was on a paper plate. So he stood there and he looked at it. And he stood looking around all the doors. 
the windows. He went to go check everything. Everything was secure. Nothing was unlocked. No windows were open. He didn't want to touch that bacon. He didn't know where in the heck it came from. He said, I don't even have bacon. I don't even own bacon. So where this came from is as if a piece of bacon on a paper plate dropped out of the sky, came through my ceiling, and landed on top of the stove. So um, there are many different theories about this, as you can imagine. Now, some are saying that this actually could have uh, came from a parallel universe, okay? Like a alternate reality, which is actually almost, almost one of the only theories that actually fit. I mean, if you say... Um, don't think that anyone else had a key to his place who could have come in and did that to like prank him or um, he probably did have it and just forgot because of the time that he gets home. He's probably tired out and so on. But he says no. He said no one has a key to his place and he's not that tired because he actually doesn't work that many hours. He doesn't need to work a whole lot of hours at this job. He just gets home at odd times. He says no. So when you think about, all right, so this piece of bacon on a plate, then the only other place that we can take this is this came from an alternate reality, which... I mean, it could have. I'm not saying that it's not possible because it actually is possible. Either way, he's kind of freaked out by it. So what he did was he actually got a pair of tongs and got that plate and threw it away. Because he said, I don't even want to touch it with my fingers. He even threw the tongs away because it freaked him out. He said, I never felt any type of presence. I never felt that there was anything else in there with me. Although, okay, like anyone, you come and find something like that, you're going to start looking around and making sure that everything is locked because somebody could have come in. He said there was no smell of bacon. There was nothing. That... um is very mysterious and actually guys the only place that I can um, actually take this if it actually happened in this way in exactly this way that's being said with no other you know no ifs ands or buts then I would say that that theory is probably correct that it actually did come from an alternate place and time. We don't even know if the bacon was warm because he refused to touch it. He said, no, I stood there and I looked at that and I wasn't about to touch it, no. So um, once again, when these things 
collide, when the realities collide, when the universes collide, there can be things that are left here and things that are left there. So perhaps people in the other universes, in the other realities, are finding things that they don't know where those came from either. So, I mean, there's a couple of different ways of looking at this. And that one for me fits. I'm not trying to take the easy road on this one, but I really can't think of anything else. Once again, if it happened exactly as stated. Okay, now um, the next thing that I have to share with you is going to be something that is theory. For all of you who um, are into theory, this one is for you. Now, I don't know where these have been seen. I know it's somewhere here in the United States, but I don't know where. I did see pictures of these, okay? And on the pictures, it did not have the location of where these things are. All that was said is that these things just like popped up pretty much overnight. So it's like your front yard, okay? You might might not go hang out in your front yard, but you know what's out there. You know where the lamppost is. You know where that big opening that goes down into the sewer system, you know, from the gutter is. You pretty much know, you know where the street sign is and so on. So what was reported is that they, these people who live in this area took pictures and are talking about these new type of structures that have been found now in some cities and what this thing looks like. It looks like, to me, maybe they are about, I don't know. It didn't look to me like it was as tall as a lamppost. It looked like maybe it was a little shorter than that. But uh, I really can't tell, okay? So I'm not 100% sure of exactly how tall these things are. But anyways, these things are at least like 10 feet tall, all right? And... It looks like there is a metal canister on the right side and uh, towards the top of the pole and another one a little further down, okay? So they're kind of staggered. One is maybe at the 10-foot mark and the other one on the other side might be on the 9-foot mark, okay? Attached to this pole. So there are many different things people are saying about these things, okay? Some believe that it is some kind of uh, 5G type of thing, even though, I mean, I don't know. These things are just look like canisters, okay, from what I could see. But it also kind of looks like some type of speaker. So some are saying that they are speakers that emit a frequency which may be possible 
to disable people, such as uh, maybe some protesters, um, people who are trying to, um, like some type of, to defend themselves or so on, that um, they will be made incapacitated by these sound waves emitted by these speakers. See, I, I don't know. These things, I've never seen anything like it before. So, it goes on to say there are many theories as to what these things are. All right. Um, yeah, they, some are saying they're gas canisters. Okay. And um, some are saying that they're a type of surveillance. So, there are a few different theories that people have about whatever this thing is. I don't even know where to find it. I guess um, somehow you could put it in the search engine, like some type of new, but what would you call it? What would this thing be called? I, I don't even know what I would uh, name this thing. If I can find it again, I will share it with you. And I, once again, guys, I don't even know what state this thing was seen in. So that I have to put under theory because for one thing, we don't know what it is. And there are different people saying that they believe it's this or that. Where it could be, I mean, it could be nothing. But when you see it, it's like, nah, that's not just there. I mean, it's certainly not there for looks. It's a pretty weird looking thing. And it doesn't look like any type of cell tower, 5G cell tower. It doesn't look like the Artemis thing that people were talking about a couple of years ago. I don't know what it is. If I was just going to be funny about it, I would say, oh, those are just canisters there to feed the birds. I mean, because truly, I have no idea what it is. It could be one of those things that I mentioned. It could be all of those things, but um, I really don't know. So you can um, look for it. But once again, guys, okay, if I can find this, I will share it with you where you can take a look at this picture and what it may be called. Because, um, yeah, and it just looks like the whole thing is like this grayish, silverish metal thing. Okay, well, that is about all that I've got for today. I'm going to try to be back tomorrow with some more stuff. I was um, looking around at some things that uh, we can talk about the next time we go on our walk because there's just so much out there. And it's almost to the point where I am like in this type of information tsunami. There's just so much coming out every day. It's like I'm over my head in all of this stuff. And then people sharing things with me, people telling me about their experiences and a lot of... Um, a lot of these things now seem to be going backwards when we talk about, and I have talked about this before, 
about there was the woman who every time when she would go into the bedroom at her daughter's house, the analog clock hands would start going backwards, things like this. People put their watches on, their watches start going backwards. I mean, I know that that has something to do with magnetic and this and that, but why all of a sudden? I mean, we're talking about people who maybe you've had your watch for a few years now or you know, whatever. And all of a sudden it's going backwards in time. I don't know how these things really, really happen without, I mean, people are going, you know, scientists are going to look for a scientific way to explain these things, but it doesn't always work. I mean, sometimes it's like, no, no, that's just two way out of a scientific uh, explanation. And we know that uh, there's that explanation there are other explanations and sometimes there just aren't any ways to explain something that is happening. So that is why we will never run out of things to discuss in The Strange Paradiso. Things will never just stop happening and There are those who say never, say never, Um, but I'm going to tell you as long as people, all right, as long as people inhabit the earth, these strange anomalies will never stop happening. I mean, and even look at space, all right? Look at space weather. Look at the things that are happening on the sun. Things have been happening on the sun recently. That, um, I mean, how, how does that, how does that work? You know, the sunspots, the, the, like, what are those called? Uh, it's almost like volcanoes, you know, on the, on the sun and things like this. We'll get into a little bit of that. Maybe, you know, maybe later. But yeah, recently, guys, there has been a lot of activity on the sun. So, Anyways, um, until we walk and talk again, I want to wish everyone a great rest of your Sunday. And once again, I want to thank all of you for joining me. You can always contact me at maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. I will try to answer any of your questions. And um, if you want to hear about something, any any type of uh, request, okay, I take requests. So, once again, thank you all very much for spending this time with me. We'll be talking again soon. Ciao.